Episode 5 Male and Female Genesis 1 verses 27 to 31 Verse 27 So God created human beings in His image. In the image of God He created them. He created them male and female. God created men as men, and God created women as women. Men have qualities that are suited for men, and women have qualities that are suited for women. Neither is better than the other, but both fit what God has created for the purposes He created them. The Bible never diminishes the worth of women. Instead, it exalts them. However, the Bible does note cultural distinctions between the sexes, such as the Jewish culture or the Greek culture. Just because cultural distinctions are made, in no way means that they are to be universally applied. Verse 28 God blessed them and said, Have many children and grow in number. Fill the earth and be its master. This verse sets the pattern for physical relationships. God told them, be fruitful and multiply. What's implicitly stated here is that sex is meant for the people of the world, but that it has been ordained to be between a man and a woman. God created us male and female for the purpose of procreation in order to fill the earth. Anything contrary to this, then, is a perversion of what God has ordained, as interpreted by Jude, verse 6 and 7. He writes, And remember the angels who had power but did not keep it. They left their own home. So the Lord has kept these angels in darkness. They are bound with everlasting chains to be judged on the great day. Also remember the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, and the other towns around them. They acted as the angels who did not obey God. Their towns were full of sexual sin, and men having physical relations with men. They suffered the punishment of eternal fire as an example for all to see. Verse 28 continues, Rule over the fish in the sea and over the birds in the sky. Rule over every living thing that moves on the earth. Man has been given ruling authority over the animals of the earth, both for their care and their control. To elevate animal life to the same level as man is to actually bring dishonour on God because God created man in his image. By claiming that animals are comparable in rights to man is to thus negate the very authority of God's established hierarchy. As a society, it is right to work actively against any attempt to give animals rights beyond the normal care and control that was ordained by God himself. Likewise, it is right for Christians to oppose any and all attempts to normalize homosexual rights and claims within a society. Issues such as these don't mean we are uncaring about either animals or those who are caught up in homosexuality, but it does mean that we are to hold what God has ordained above what man desires 
when it is contrary to God's natural laws. Verse 29 God said, Look, I have given you all the plants that have grain for seeds, and I have given you all the trees whose fruits have seeds in them. They will be food for you. I have given all the green plants to all the animals to eat. They will be food for every wild animal, every bird of the air, and every small crawling animal. And it happened. God looked at everything he had made, and it was very good. Evening passed, and morning came. This was the sixth day. Verse 29 to 31 continues. On the sixth day, God created all of the beasts of the earth, and he created man, thus completing his creative effort. These verses, then, are a reminder of what was available for man to eat. This seems to imply that there was nothing poisonous in the herbs, the grains, or the fruit at that time. Instead, everything was edible to all living creatures, and this is what you'd expect from the original creation before sin and death entered the world. After making his pronouncement about the food available for life on earth, God expands on the comment of the previous five days which said it was good. Instead, God says, and indeed, it was very good. It must have been an immensely splendid and beautiful place before the fall of man. And even after the fall, but before the flood, the world must have been in an exceptionally beautiful and life-accommodating state. It will again be this way in the millennial reign of Christ, when God restores much of what was lost so long ago. God could have done everything instantly, but he chose to do it in a series for specific reasons. God created from the least complex to the most complex, which should inspire us to do the same with our own works, ever improving on what we do. God also did his work in six days to show us a good and proper cycle of living, taking one day a week off for rest and relaxation. And also, these six days are representative of a greater picture in redemptive history. Remember that this world is God's creation, and man was created to dwell in it, to fill it, to subdue it, and to care for it. Let's contemplate these aspects of God's plan as we use the water he provides, the food he gives us, and the terrain below our feet as we walk the highways and hills of life. Hallelujah and Amen.